Find all your favorite movies and shows faster with Xfinity. Just speak into the excellent voice remote to search across live TV, on demand, even Netflix and Prime Video. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Welcome into a special Thursday edition of the Optimum Performance Sports High School Coaches Show here on ESPN Radio 1380, 100.9 FM. I'm Justin Kenny of Optimum Performance Sports here with D.C. Hendricks producing here till 7 o'clock talking area high school basketball sectional week on the boys' side. Plenty to break down over the next hour. Just a few seconds we'll be joined by Dan Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net. We'll go through the early week games. We'll look ahead to semifinals uh, as we progress through sectional championship week. And then we'll have Coach Craig Teagle, Huntington North, Vikings on after a 48-34 to win over Homestead on Tuesday night. The Vikings move on to the semifinals at the uh, Wayne sectional, sectional six in class 4A. We'll talk to Coach Teagle about that win on Tuesday and talk about his opponent coming up on Friday, the Southside Archers. Also, Coach Ed Bentley and Gola Hornets will join us. His team knocked off Concordia on Tuesday to advance. And then we'll have J.J. Foster of Southside and get the Archers side of the matchup coming up on Friday between the Vikings and the Archers. But we're going to kick it off as we always do each and every week with our friend from OutsideTheHuddle.net, Dan Vance. Dan, how are you? Doing good, Justin. How are you doing? Not bad. And we'll do full disclosure. We're recording your interview on Wednesday, so you're covering games that uh, we'll know what happens when this airs. So you can sound like you're very smart or very dumb. There you go. Sounds great. So yeah, the, the same as usual, right? Yeah, right. One of those. I sound like one of those every week. Yeah, there you go. So we all do. Uh, Dan, let's let's look at sectional by sectional. And you're right now, full disclosure, out at DeKalb, Snyder, Dewanger going on right now, East Noble North Side to follow. Uh, we can assume that East Noble is going to advance into Friday's game, but uh, based on what happened Tuesday night with Northrop knocking off Carroll, how does it? Uh, what, first off, what do you think about Northrop, a team that kind of limped into the playoffs, getting revenge on Carroll? I don't think I'm real surprised about it. I think it's something that uh, I didn't expect, per se. I thought Carroll was going to win that game, but it's not real surprising. Northrop is a very good team, uh, athletically charged. They found a way to uh, slow Carroll down. It really surprised me how they won, Uh, you know, just slowing the tempo, forcing turnovers in the half court. Carroll had 11 turnovers in the first half. They only got seven shots off in the first half. So how Northrop was able to do that really surprised me. When you look at this sectional now, and we're prefacing this once again, not knowing when this airs, what happens Wednesday, who's got the edge now in this sectional? Uh, I think East Noble has the edge. I think they were very close to having the edge anyway, uh, close between them and Carroll in my mind. But I think that they're just a tough team to beat right now. I think they have the pieces uh, that match up well with everybody uh, that's left in this sectional, everybody that's going to be left in the sectional. So I think that they're kind of the, the lead dog right now. At Wayne, sectional six, another surprise. I don't, I don't want to call it an upset because Huntington North entered that game with 19 wins, but it was a bit of a surprise to see Homestead go down on Tuesday night, 48 to 34. Uh, what do we take out of that one? Yeah, you know, I think that Huntington North is a lot better than I expected. I think even when we talked last week, um, I hadn't seen Huntington North in person. I had seen them on film. Uh, getting to see them in person last Friday against Bishop Lures. Uh, they were a much more aggressive, physical team than I expected them to be. Uh, I think the will is just there for them. And, and so a great win for them. I'm really kind of surprised, though, you know, uh, for, for Homestead to be a team that finished the season, what, 21-3. and three, And uh, you didn't see this being the year that they broke the streak of consecutive sectionals they had won based on how they've been playing 
but but kudos to Huntington North. They have three very strong players. Uh, Sawyer Stoltz has been playing so outstanding the second half of the season. Uh, they're they're a tough tough team in this sectional now, and probably the team to beat. All of a sudden, this is kind of a, a wide open sectional because five of the remaining six teams. Uh, you look at it, have, do- have double-digit wins on the season. Now, of course, two games on Wednesday. But you look ahead, and a Huntington North team plays a Southside team on Friday in the first semifinal, a team that beat them in overtime just a couple weeks ago. Uh, that, all of a sudden, is a very, very interesting game coming up on Friday. Yeah, I think it was going to be interesting no matter what because the way Southside's been playing lately and the, kind of putting their foot on the pedal, I, I think – you had a de facto championship game on Tuesday in a lot of people's minds with Homestead and Huntington North. And I think you have a de facto uh, championship game again on Friday between Huntington and Southside uh, in the minds of many people. And for Huntington North and, and their fans and following along on social media, uh, they kind of look at every game as a championship game. So that, that's a good mentality to have. Dan Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net joining us here on the OPS High School Coaches Show. Dan, let's look at Class 3A. We do know what the semifinal matchups will be on Friday at Garrett. It will be Garrett in Angola, Woodland at New Haven. Uh, Going to talk to Coach Ed Bentley here in just a little bit about Tuesday's win over Concordia. Was that a de facto championship game on Tuesday night between those two teams, or can somebody in this section give Angola a run? It's going to need to be somebody that can handle a goal's defensive pressure. And what we saw on Tuesday was them be able to find success inside uh, very well. And, you know, somebody's going to have to have the size and the aggression to be able to contend with them. I don't know who that is. Uh, no knock on the other teams here. Chisanko was so good with that. I think that your best bet, uh, honestly, is if Woodland is playing at their best because they have the size of Joe Reedy. Um, when Woodland is at their aggressive best, we saw it against Heritage earlier this year in the ACAC tournament. They're a tough team, but they got to be on their game 100% against Angola, and they have to get there first. Obviously, they still have to beat New Haven uh, to get to a final and a potential meeting with Angola. Dan at Belmont on Friday, Marion and Norwell, Belmont and Heritage. Uh, my my big thing in this sectional, it's been for a couple weeks, is can anybody slow down Marion? We saw Snyder take away Jalen Blackman for an entire half last Friday, kept him scoreless. Can any team in this sectional do that on on Friday or Saturday? I think your best bet is to have a guard that's going to play tough and in the trenches like Jay Sean Underwood and Snyder did against him. Um, I think the only person you see in this sectional that has that chance is Alec Burton at Heritage. Um, and, and they also have Walter Knacky at Heritage, too. So they got a couple of guys, maybe not on Jay Sean's level, but have that ability to play just real tough, fundamental, defensive, hard-nosed basketball. Um, I, I don't see anyone at Norwell being able to stop him. The interesting part is, can Marion stop Will Geiger? Uh, so if he and Jalen Blackman end up canceling each other out on Friday, uh, who does what behind each of those guys? Dan, in Class 2A, let's look at Westview sectional really quick. It's a Westview team that got clipped on the road last Friday, surprisingly going to Concord and losing. But Westview gets Whitco on Friday, LaVille and Prairie Heights, a couple 19-win teams in the second semifinal. Uh, can I'm, I'm kind of intrigued after Westview's loss last Friday if either Heights or LaVille can give them a game on Saturday. Uh, you know, Prairie Heights has played them very well twice, and I think they have the ability to do it again Um It'll be interesting to see. Westview doesn't have bad losses. All their losses this year have come to Class 4A teams. Uh, the one last Friday, the Concord, wasn't great. It's not a great Concord team. It's probably the worst on their their schedule. But it's a Concord team that plays a tough schedule that is Class 4A. So I still believe in Westview in this one. I think that they just have too many guys 
uh, as well. You know, this is a team that can go three to four guys on the bench uh, comfortably against any team any night. And, and there's very few teams that have that kind of link with their roster, especially in the postseason. Dan, at Eastside, we have Adam Central Eastside in the first game on Friday, Bluffton and Cherubusco in the second game. Uh, kind of a wide-open semifinals heading into the finals on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I was out uh, on Tuesday night at Eastside for the first-round games there. Eastside really impressed me with their grit and their toughness. Uh, they're a team full of kids that have kind of all chipped in throughout the year, but Alex Yoder uh, and Chase Franz really stepped up. They're the seniors, the two lone seniors on this team. They shoot the ball extremely well. Those two both shot the ball well. Uh, Phoenix Smythe, who's a sophomore, shot the ball extremely well for them. If Eastside can keep shooting like that and shoot with Adam Central, uh, as much as I've thought Adam Central is the favorite in the sectional, I think Eastside has a really good chance, and they're at home. And you know, there hasn't been a home sectional in that particular gym ever. Uh, I can't remember I read it. I think it's like the first time since the 40s that there has been a sectional hosted for boys basketball in the city of Butler. So they're turning out for it. It's a big deal for them, and I think that Eastside has a lot of momentum. Dan, we'll touch on 1A, and my question will be, what's the average point differential for Blackhawk Christian when they win this sectional? Um, I'm going to go with 42. Okay. We will bring it up next week. We'll see where you're at because I think that's a, that's a, a fair guess. I think if you were setting the over-under, it could be 42. Yeah, they're, just, they're so loaded that even when they get up big on teams and they, they put in some guys who don't get as much playing time, most of those guys would start other places. Um, yeah, I think if they're... They're, we know they're going to roll through, but I think that in the 40s is a, is a fair assumption, if not by more. Dan, before we let you go, uh, what can you tell us about what's new at OutsideTheHuddle.net? Well, you definitely have all the uh, sectional action coverage from Tuesday's games. You haven't seen that coverage from Wednesday uh, at DeKalb. And then coming up on Friday, we'll name our uh, girls basketball all-area team and our girls basketball player of the year. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And then sectional coverage all week. Uh, two from championship games on Saturday. Dan, always a pleasure. We uh, we kept you long enough. Go watch the uh, the Wednesday games out at DeKalb. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. That is Dan Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net doing a little uh, recording of the interview with Dan Vance from Wednesday. He's out at the Wednesday games out at DeKalb. So at this point, when this is airing, D.C., we'll know exactly who won Snyder or Bishop DeWenger in that first game, East Noble and Northside in game two on Wednesday evening. Pretty fairly confident that it's going to be East Noble in that second game, but uh, uh, DeWenger and Snyder is a very good matchup. DeWenger played Snyder tough the first time around. We're going to take a break, come back. Coach Craig Teagle, Huntington North Vikings, will join us. You are listening to the Optimum Performance Sports High School Coaches Show on ESPN Radio 1380 and 100.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.